Welcome to a Delco Nerd Network podcast. I am your host, Anthony Rigucci, and this is Replay, Relive, and Re-Experience, as we like to call it, Re-3s, where, you guessed it, we do all three of those things to our favorite video game franchises. In this edition of Re-3, we'll be replaying, reliving, and re-experiencing the Halo franchise, starting with Halo Combat Evolved and ending with Halo 5 Guardians in anticipation for Halo Infinite. Here to go on Master Chief's saga with me, Chris Trio. Chris Geddes. Guys, thanks for joining me for another episode. The duo. We're back. The two yeah. Chris's the Chris and the duo. Gooch. Do you want to like think of a name right now to call yourself that's like catchy with Chris in it? I don't know. I can't. It's tough Chris, for me to like, like Chris work squared. that quickly. Chris squared. Chris squared. Chris, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. The I like the triple threat's pretty fun. I, I appreciate that. Yeah, but that's just for you. But that's just for me, yeah. I don't know. Chris, yeah, Chris squared. The Chris's. Chris cubed. You're not three. No, that's true. <laughs> I don't know. Well, there's Chris. There's the two Chris's in the Gooch, just like the two balls in the Gooch. <laughs> so it works out. Valid point. Yeah. <laughs> he's not. He's, he's not, not spitting lies here. <laughs> this is episode eleven. We are going to be talking about the levels Grave Mind and Uprising. So we are hope you are playing along with us. This is going to be a juicy one. We mm. got a lot of info dump here, especially right in the beginning. So let's jump into it. Synopsis of our level here: Grave Mind is the twelfth campaign level of Halo Two. It takes place within high charity. Truth has the index, and you must get to him before he leaves for the control room of Delta Halo. As you travel through high charity, you will experience the beginning of the Covenant Civil War. Sorry, you like doing that? I really do. It's in my it's in my blood. To yeah. be honest, yeah, like you're feeling it. You know, I am. Trio's hype. Trio's hype to hear, like, hear the grave mind fucking open his. It's like, amazing. His bowels or whatever. Absolutely. Yeah. Totally forgot about this part. What, when replaying? Like, yeah, absolutely, like, talking to this person, this being. But let's continue. Strangely enough, apart from the opening and ending cutscenes, there is no contact with Gravemind or the Flood. Also, the word Gravemind is not mentioned until two levels later in High Charity by Cortana. This is also the level where the energy sword appears most often and is the only is one of only four missions where there are no human weapons. This is the first level in which you can use the brute shot and the blue plasma rifle, and as well as killing the brutes themselves. Master Chief begins to wake up and sees a red circle of lights on the ceiling of some underground area. He sees that he's being held aloft by a tentacle. He's brought towards the head of a massive creature, the Grave Mind. What is that? Before we get into who that is, well, we're actually we're about to get right into it. Who that is? That is the Grave Mind. The Grave Mind is the final stage in the life cycle of the Flood, and is the ultimate Hive Mind of the Flood. Is a near omnisentient creature with a complete control over all Flood life forms. A particular Grave Mind is the secondary antagonist of Halo Two and the main antagonist of Halo Three. This is that particular Grave Mind. <laughs> a Grave Mind starts out as a proto Grave Mind. If you guys remember, that's uh, what we saw on yeah. keys in Halo One. Yep. Uh, after a proto Grave Mind has been created, nearby combat forms will continue to supply it with fresh bodies, allowing it to accumulate mass, increase in size, and gain more memories and intelligence from the consumed. Hosts. Eventually, the proto-grave mind reaches a certain critical mass and becomes self-aware. Kind of creepy, but all right. The, <laughs> this critical mass tends to be made up of thousands of bodies if it is using human-sized bodies as a measuring unit. <laughs> That's good to know. Interesting. So, I mean, if it was using, like, hunter bodies, probably a Hunters little less. Immune, so. Well, I guess there's... Oh, they are. Yeah. Interesting. 
I forgot about that. So we, we're seeing Gravemind for the first time before I hit to the trivia. How you guys feeling about Gravemind? Looks it's pretty, especially in the rematch. Oh, right? oh my God, he, Chris, really, yeah. he looks he looks absolutely incredible. You have, you sw- swapping back and forth, it, it, you. They don't even look the same, honestly. They look completely different. That's what I was going to say. They look like two completely different creatures. And I think they're really... It's funny. I, I don't know how I never... I guess I just didn't have the reference point for it because I had never seen the movies, but how, like, really thing like this, like the Flood is, and how it's this, this like you're saying, omnisentient like, being that's just, like, spreading throughout the whole fucking galaxy, but then it's kind of mixed in with all these other horror elements. It's cool. It's very interesting to see how it, like how they use this storyline. And I didn't really think I quite understood it back in the day or like appreciated it for some reason. But now I feel like with all these reference reference points and all the like things they added in, it's, it's cool. Yeah. I feel like it's, it's the plot point that's kind of in the background. Absolutely. It's definitely there. You know about it, but I don't think you're thinking about the flood and what the flood exactly means per se in the terms of their narrative. You're just know they're the enemy. Yeah. Um, and I feel like even even at this point in the game, I feel like the Arbiters and the Covenant story is the story. I Master agree. Chief is kind of kind in, the in the background. background yeah. He is just there doing what he's supposed to do. But like the real story is the Arbiter sort of having a falling out with the Covenant and him going through these, these trials and tribulations along with his race. Almost like a reformation. Yeah, you could, you could call it that. So, some trivia. The term Gravemind was coined by Bungie staff Jamie uh, uh, Gershmeyer, who we talked about, uh, I think, in Halo 1 at some point. The Gravemind is one of the few extraterrestrials to learn John 117's name. The Gravemind was initially going to have a g- much greater presence in Halo 2 and would have been introduced in the level 4 runner tank, which we mentioned uh, last episode that was cut. Uh, yeah, it was cut due to time constraints. Bungie removed the level and instead made a long cinematic for his introduction. I don't think this cinematic is like, oh, like a step down. I think this is like, this is the, definitely like the best cinematic in the game. It's, yeah. like, it's, it's so It's so grand, especially in the anniversary edition, which is the version of the game we're all playing, and I assume what everyone else is playing at this point. Um yeah, like this cutscene is super cool. Looks and then it, it kind of like it shows how like how wrong the covenant is and how they're kind of like both doing the the oracles and the um the covenant's great journey are one and the same and they're wrong and Master Chief's kind of like, yeah, I have kind of the right he's Master Chief's kind of the neutral character, right? He yep. he yeah. sees what the covenant's doing, but he also has like heard what the oracle has to say and he's not like biased to it absolutely no it seems like it really does seem like this is the the story of the covenant splitting into the civil war like that yeah, really seems like what Halo this is, is. Yes. the like major it's not like you're saying it's not necessarily the human it's like like master chief is there but it is really about th- this kind of splintering of the covenant which is really cool and it is interesting to see that jump from halo one to halo two and even reading some of the reviews which we'll get into later like how people were talking about like just the the step up it's cool very interesting stuff. All right, so let's let's jump into this juicy uh, set of dialogue, boys. You know your roles. Yep. <laughs> John one one seven is held in front of Gravemind's head. The head is being, the head, the head being one giant mouth made from separate parts, somewhat similar to an elite's. I, I am a monument to all your sins as Gravemind talks he breathes out flood spores two tentacles bring forth a struggling thalvatomy relax i'd rather not piss this thing off demon 
The grave mine makes a loud huffing sound and, and uh, indicates John 117. This one is machine and and has its mind concluded. This one is but flesh and faith, and is the more deluded. Kill me or release me, Parasite, but do not waste my time with talk. There is much talk, and I have listened through rock and metal and time. Now I shall talk, and you shall listen. He raises two tentacles, one wrapped around a red monitor, and the other merged with an infected prophet of regret. Greetings. I am 2401 Penitent Tangent. I am the monitor of Installation 05. And I am the prophet of regret. Councilor host High Hierarch. Of the Covenant. Be very pathetic when you read his lines, because <laughs> oh, yeah. he is very pathetic That's at right. this point. So, let's get into a dossier on 2401 <clears throat> Penitent Tangent. He's the monitor of Installation 5, as he just said. Although shown briefly during the encounter with the Gravemind, deep in the bowels of Installation 5's library, uh, Tangent is obviously almost identical to his brother, Guilty Spark. With the exceptions of his voice is deeper than Guilty Spark's and his eye glows red instead of blue. He behaves much like Guilty Spark does in his non-rampant state and still shows regard for protocol. According to a forerunner artificial intelligence, Tangent neglected repairs for his installation's um, containment facility, resulting in several breaches by Xenoform and possibly catastrophic outbreak that resulted in the organism's possession of the areas around installation 05's library. In the Halo Anniversary Terminals, Penitent Tangent was the last monitor to send a status update to Guilty Spark on installation 04, 3,000 years after the Halo event. So again, in reference, uh, 7 to the 4th power is 2,401. He he's only seen briefly in this cutscene, and that's it. And he's in a downloadable multiplayer map called Backlash for Halo 2, but this is the Classic. only time we see Penitent Tangent. I never noticed. Hmm. I didn't to be honest, much. I when I was playing these games first through, I couldn't have to told you all these like yeah. Sparks names and stuff like that for the most part, except for yeah. like three, four, three, really. Right, no. right, because he's in like every game. Exactly. A reclaimer here at last. We have much to do. The facility must be activated, or we can control this outbreak. Stay where you are. Nothing can be done until the sermon is complete. Not true. This installation success utilization record of two point true. <laughs> I, uh, Try again. Yeah. <laughs> Not true. This installation has a successful utilization record of 1.2 trillion simulated and one actual. It is ready to fire on demand. Of all the objects our lords left behind, they are none so worthless than these oracles. They know nothing of the great journey. And you know nothing of containment. You have demonstrated complete disregard for the most basic of protocols. This one's containment. <laughs> and this one's great your prophets have promised you freedom from a doomed existence, but you will find no salvation on this ring. Those who built this place knew what they wrought. Do not mistake their intent, or all will perish as they did before. At this moment, uh, the Arbiter stops struggling against the tentacles. He stares somewhat curio curiously at the Gravemind. This thing is right. Halo is a weapon. Your prophets are making a big mistake. Your ignorance already destroyed one of the sacred rings, demon. It shall not harm another. If you will not hear the truth, then I will show it to you. There is still time to stop the key from turning, but it must be found. You will search one likely spot, and you will search another. 
Fate had us meet as foes, but this ring will make us brothers. <laughs> Master Chief and the Arbiter disappear into the teleportation rings, fade to black, fade in on high charity. A swarm of Covenant ships attack each other from the outside. High charity, fade in on the walkway on the council chamber. Uh, Honor Guard brutes guard the gates from Grunt and Jackal rioters. We are all of us gravely concerned. A line of Honor Guard brutes stand at attention. Cameraman Grunt focuses on a holographic camera of truth as he delivers his propaganda while Prophet of Mercy watches from his side. The release of the parasite was unexpected, unfortunate, but there's no need to panic. In truth, this is a time to rejoice. A moment that all Covenant should savor, raises the index. For the sacred icon has been found. With it, our path is clear. Our entry into the divine beyond guaranteed. The great journey is nigh. The grunt notices Master Chief appearing (laughs) behind him out of thin air. And nothing, not even the flood, can stop it. Master Chief looks down at the shocked grunt. Boo. (laughs) (laughs) And Prophet of Truth goes, kill the demon. So yeah, this is how we start the level. Our first encounter with the Brutes has begun, so let's meet the Jirohani. Boil in your pot, demon. The Jirohani, known by humans as Brutes, are the most recent members of the Covenant. They are large, bipedal, giant, ape-like species from Doisak. <laughs> from where? Doisak. 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 Hey, you're from... Hey, what's going on, Johnny? From oh, you from Doisac? I see. What are you doing? That's wicked awesome. <laughs> was that like Australian? Uh, it was. It was Australian mixed with. Hey, Boston. you going to Doisac? It's wicked awesome. <laughs> it's me. It's me, Chip Stubbo, Chief. <laughs> the Jirohani have been part of the Covenant since before the destruction of the UNSC agricultural colony on a harvest, and they were resented by the Sangheili for their monomaniacal behavior. Despite the savagery and brutality, the Jirohani have proved intelligent enough to achieve spaceflight and spacefaring status, though their warlike nature meant they quickly collapsed into civil war and afterward fell back into their poor, former pre-space status and learned nothing from the experience. What so, a sad life. Sorry, just for, uh, I was curious what monomaniacal, mani- monomaniacal, monomaniacal meant, uh, and it says, obsessed with a single subject or idea. Uh, psychoneurotic, neurotic affected with emotional disorder. That's interesting. It is, but I'm sorry. Continue. The Jirohani had recently concluded a mechanized war of attrition in which many fought and pummeled each other back into a pre-industrial strait. Which that's interesting. Jeez. Uh, when the Covenant discovered them in 2492, having only just rediscovered radio and rocketry, the primitive Jirohani were clicked quickly defeated, and the Covenant absorbed them. Uh, the Brutes were the second Covenant species encountered by the humans following the Kigyar. Uh, this was a raid on the freighter This End Up. Uh, they were also the first Covenant species encountered by the Harvest Colonial Militia. Uh, the Jirohani's plan to seize power over the Sangheili began with their alliance with the pr- High Prophet uh, of Truth uh, during the Battle of Harvest and continued to gain headway until the eventual splitting of the Covenant, which we are seeing right now. Uh, they eventually took the role of the Prophet's Honor Guard from the Sangheili, as we just saw, and the Sangheili failed to prevent the assassination of Regret uh, by Master Chief. 
Uh, Regret's assassination culminated in the Brutes replacing the elites as the leaders in the Covenant military. Brutes are physically imposing enemies to face in combat, standing approximately nine feet tall. They're not only tower over their human opponents, but the majority of the Covenant allies with only hunters standing taller than themselves. They have thick gray skin and extremely uh, resilient to battle damage. Their first appearance, they are covered in thick, shaggy fur that offers further protection. It covers most of their body, except for their head and shoulder blades. However, the Brutes in Halo 2 are shaggier than those in Halo 3. Um, some trivia. According to First Strike, the Jirohani encountered by Spartan 2 personnel aboard the unyielding Hierophant in 2552. However, the Contact Harvest and Halo Wars and multiple stories in Halo Evolutions clearly indicate that the Jirohani encountered by humanity in general much earlier, while the package, which is a part of Halo Legends, was actually watched recently, uh, reveals that they had been encountered by Spartan 2s as early as 2535. Uh, in the definitive edition, this was changed just to being mentioned that they were Jirohani on the station. So there's some clearly Damn. some uh, inconsistencies with <clears throat> the lore about... Yeah, about they, went, they, they like went back and changed stuff. That's interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. I feel like that's kind of happened with a few things in the Halo like lore, right? Like I feel like because w- when Halo 1 came out, we were assumed, I think we talked about this before, we assumed Master Chief was the only Spartan left. Yes. Fred yeah. and Linda yeah. were not talked about at there all. There were no Spartans. That's mm-hmm. what I thought. He was the last. Okay, cool. I mean, it even said it on the back of the game. That's what I mean. Yeah, you're uh, the last Spartan. Yeah. Yeah. Just confirming. I feel like a long series like this. I think it's completely you at, fine. You look I at series yeah, yeah. like Metal Gear or Kingdom Hearts, like... You have to retcon. Like yeah, you sorry. just, you just, just have at a certain to. point, there's certain things. That right, just it's have like to be, it's yeah. like, hey, we want to do, we want to tell this story. We need to like, and it's usually not something rewrite. that, yeah, it's like in retconning where the brutes were first introduced is not going to be world breaking of any kind, you know? Right, and mm-hmm. like, again, like this is from Halo Wars, an anime movie, and I think a book. Like it's just like okay, like only a select few people are going to really know yeah. Yeah. that information. In Halo 2, it is possible to find a Jirohani wielding a human shotgun. This is the second in-game instance of a Covenant member making use of human weaponry by default. Um, in Halo 2, Jirohani blood is a darker shade of blue, while it is red with blue splotches in Halo 3. Um, in the level Anders Signal in Halo Wars, uh, sir, I have no context for this, <laughs> Serena identifies the Jirohani using the actual name of the species as well as calling them Jirohani. This is the first time the Covenant species' actual name is spoken in scripted dialogue. Interessante. Yeah, I think I think that's one thing that is pretty interesting that they don't you like. There's never any use of like the scientific name like ever. Yeah, mm-hmm. no. It, the the Sanghili gets mentioned though. Like the 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 elites call themselves Sanghili. Yeah, and like, like sometimes. How does, do some of like how much do they know of the Covenant speech? Like, do, is that their the Jirohani? That's their own name for themselves, right? Yeah, that's, that's their not scientific like, yes. name. Yeah. The brutes is what the humans call them. Correct. Okay. Yeah. I just yeah. think like you know military terms are exactly. It's like oh, takes more the time to call like less time to call them a brute or a grunt than, than you know, a Jirohani. Yeah. A Jirohani, like no, yeah. it's just a brute. Hey, it's a or G. An elite yeah. grunt, yeah. jackal. Like they're mm-hmm. all like simple. Yeah, you know, simple basically words. one syllables. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Um. Yeah. So while we're fighting them, we're obviously going to pick up the brute 
plasma rifle here as well in this first room. The Type 25 directed energy rifle Jirohani variant is the most is more commonly known as the blue plasma rifle and is a Covenant infantry firearm. It is a modified version of the original plasma rifle used almost exclusively by brutes. It is considerably different than its Sangheili issued counterpart. Unlike standard issue plasma rifles, the Brute variant fires a weaker bolt identified by the bolt's red hue. The weapon compensates for this weakness with a higher fire rate, as well as achieving better penetration <laughs> and stronger kinetic impact than its Sangheili issued counterpart. The only visual difference is the two is obviously the Brute one is red. Hmm. Real, some trivia real fast. The plasma rifle and the sentinel beam are the only ha weapons in Halo 2 shown not shown in the instruction manual. Hmm. Never knew that. I like the the brute plasma rifle better. I was just going to ask guys, and I dual wielded it. Truthfully, I, I didn't notice a major difference. Oh, what do you yeah. mean? Oh, I really it shoots faster. Yeah. I guess I yeah. I, guess I, I, I mean, I no. I just I. I'm just saying, me yeah, personally, yeah. I really didn't notice a major difference when I was using it. Well, you're wrong. That's <laughs> fair. <laughs> and I accept that. Damn it. But so, fuck you guys. <laughs> so which one do you prefer, though? I guess, again, since I really, I just, I, link, I like the red. Yeah? Like, like, yeah, yeah, I like the red. The cool. um, I did think they obviously had to do something different. And now that you're saying it, yeah, I probably did notice that there was a bit more of like a, a, a fire rate on that mm -hmm. one. But uh, no, I don't know. I didn't really notice so much of a difference that it made me really kind of consider which one I was picking up. Aside from, I like the red. Uh, honestly, I, I I have to agree. Yeah, like it's, it's red, but I I do I started dual wielding a lot more, and it, it you can note you can notice like if you are I feel like now that it I think about overheats it, a lot faster. I too. do like them both together. Yeah, yeah both the, together. That's yeah, a good. That's yeah, a good yeah, one. Oh, red and blue. Yeah, it's a cool kind of like dual wield combo. I think I like the the elites version better. Mm -hmm. I do like the plasma rifle. It's always been like a a, a good gun in my Main opinion. For a gun sure. that I want to use. Yeah. After this encounter, we deposit Cortana in high charity system so that she can help us progress. We forward to we move forward to an outside area and we see a large vista of high charity, which Trio mentioned last episode. I think so, yeah. I, I, we're doing a lot of recordings today, mm -hmm. so I like forget where that fell. Yeah. But oh, I think it was last episode. When you look out, yeah, you see, you it, does, see it, it looks I, it looks not bad. I still feel like bad. for the old for the old graphics, really. Uh -huh, I agree. Yeah, yeah. but But of course the away. new one. Oh. Yeah, so we see the high charity, like the city, yeah. actually, and then what is in the middle is the forerunner dreadnought known as the anodyne spirit. We'll talk about that later. Um, uh, here we encounter a brute captain with a brute shot. Uh, we are picking up the brute shot, obviously. This is a type 25 grenade launcher. Brute shot is a covenant weapon favored exclusively by the brutes. Uh, the brute shot is carried and fired from the hip rather than from the shoulder. The grenades seem to be belt fed through the top of the weapon. The splash damage from this weapon is relatively small. It, it features like other brute weapons, a blade on the other side, which is used, uh, which is, which is used as a powerful close combat weapon. So something I noticed and, uh, people in my discord brought up, um, does, does it like arc in Halo 2? When you shoot it, did you notice if it like what? arcs or anything? Like the, the, when you oh, shoot the I kind of did. Yeah, but I like thought in I Halo did. Three, it's it's got much more. Oh, is Halo, it in Halo, Halo Three? It's completely it, straight. It's straight and it detonates on contact. Yeah, it's it's and a, this it's more like it bounces a little bit. It has and then, one more shot in Halo mm -hmm. Three. It's it's definitely better in Halo Three. Absolutely. I mean, if you think about it, you only use it for three levels. I barely picked it up, so I tended to stay away from it. It's it's better in Halo Three. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, for sure. 
Cortana tells us that she detects Marines IFF tags and that, and that there are Marines being kept prisoner close by. We follow Cortana's info and make our way to High Charity's brig and free our comrades. We've seen these areas before in cutscenes toward the start of the game in the Arbiter level. After saying what the Marines... After saving what Marines we can, we hear Truth's voice over the loudspeaker. Does anyone want to read Truth for me? Sure, I can. Fear not, my brothers. The sacred icon is secure. It was Tartarus, Tart Tartarus, Tartarus and his brutes who took the icon from the flood, and for that they have our thanks. The elites have failed to protect the prophets, and in doing so, they have put our lives at risk. Let no warrior forget his oath. Thou, f thou, thou in faith shall keep us safe. Whilst we find the path. With my blessing, the brutes now lead our fleets. They ask for your allegiance, and you shall give it. We begin to see the Covenant fight each other. The first instance of this is elites fighting against drones. Brutes as well as jackals and grunts will join in the fight to usurp the elites from the hierarchy in the Covenant military. The Great Schism has begun. Well... The Great Schism, also known as the Covenant Civil War and the Great Betrayal, was a major conflict during the or was a was a major conflict between the Covenant Loyalists and the Covenant Separatists. The conflict fermented on October twentieth, twenty five fifty two, and broke out on November third, which is the day of this mission, twenty five fifty two. After the changing of the guard, the Great Schism will last until December twenty five fifty two, the end of Halo three. That's you, interesting. How do you guys feel about this part where you're kind of your master chief? You're kind of in the middle of this whole fucking thing. Yeah. That has nothing. He to really do with does you. feel like a secondary. Yeah, character. no, yeah, it's true. Like you just see all this fighting happening, and you're just like, well, I can kind of just slip on yeah. by. <laughs> Not really, you know. Yeah, like absolutely, right. it's interesting. Right. I think there's a lot of slipping by on this level. Like yeah. you can easily walk past a lot of encounters because, and you could take them all out if you want. You yeah, because there are a ton of brutes and elites and jackals and grunts and all the other covenant species fighting each other all at the same time. I really feel like they they kicked up the ante on just the amount of weapons you can find in this level. Like, I mean, I know it's all covenant weapon, but like you're finding beam rifles all the time. Everyone's running around carbines. fuel rod cannons, yeah, carbines. Yeah. God, I love the carbines. So, I love the carbines. So, do you too. like the Covenant uh, weapons better than the humans? Just because yes. they're kind of yeah. different. No, Honestly. absolutely. And like, yeah, I think like we're truly bringing in all these these Covenant weapons was, I feel like, a major game changer in this one specifically. And being able to kind of flesh out their their arsenal was a lot yeah. of fun. And I find that they're mostly more fun to use than their human counterparts, especially Spe like the beam rifle. Specifically because you know the, there's no battle right or uh, I'm sorry, they're. The, was it the SMG that replaced the assault yeah, rifle? Yeah. That's what I meant. Yeah. I, I'd and much I feel rather like have you... an assault rifle in my hand than a than an SMG. Absolutely. That's I, I lean towards the uh, the plasma rifle. Yep. It feels really good. So I'm with you. A thousand percent. I can kind of agree with you there. It's a, you know it's an SMG. It's a smaller gun. The assault yeah. rifle. Yeah. I, I I like I I feel like there you you just say that and you understand what you mean. Like it does like explaining it further kind of it's makes tough. it weird. Yeah. But, like, but you know I it's it's a it's a feel thing almost. Yeah. We travel to an outside area where we battle various groups of Covenant loyalists and separatists, weaving in and out of combat as we progress towards the mausoleum of the Arbiter amidst the civil conflict that has plagued High Charity. During this, we witness in Amberclad jump out of slipspace and crash lands. We get to the mausoleum where the most infamous part of this game occurs. If Absolutely. You're playing in the uh, normal graphics. Blow me away by pranking Benjamin. Cues <laughs> up, and you're like, "Holy shit, what's going on? Where am I?" <laughs> yeah. uh, in the anniversary version, um, just like um, 
in The Love of the Arbiter, uh, Misha Mansour of Periphery fame, his song Breaking the Covenant plays here instead of uh, Blow Me Away. But I, I remember <laughs> in, in playing this level in Halo 2, I was playing with Michael Asachi, and I was over his house, and we like, I think we decided to play the game in one go yeah. uh-huh. and we got to this level and we were like so hyped <laughs> <laughs> blow me away man yeah break only the strongest <laughs> will survive yeah. i do i do like breaking the co- i do like the cover uh, yeah, uh, that it's so Mich- good yeah. that misha man or misha man sword did sorry yeah yeah i kind of played in the anniversary for this bar i was like yeah i have it in my spotify playlist absolutely yeah. <laughs> right <laughs> Do you guys like this? This kind of big fight. Yeah. I thought it was awesome. Mm-hmm. I remember yeah. this. Yeah, I remember this pretty like specifically from this game. Actually, like, yeah, this was one of the more memorable parts. Absolutely, honestly, for the song, really. It, it, like every time I hear the song, it reminds me of this part in Halo Two. Absolutely, yeah, for sure. So we uh, move past the mausoleum of the Ardor. Uh Cortana says, "This isn't good. I'm getting confirmed reports of flood leaving in Amberclad's wreckage. Let's get to the index and find a way out of here." Before things get really ugly. Uh, I can be truth. I'll be mm-hmm. Tartarus. All right. Please. Tartarus and his brutes take Keys and Johnson and 343 Guilty Spark towards a platform where the prophets of truth and mercy wait for them with three phantoms. Split them up. One in each phantom. Three brutes do so rather brutishly. <laughs> okay. okay. Thanks, Halo Wiki, for that one. Uh, Keys notices in amber clad in the tower before being pushed into the Phantom. The two Phantoms take off. Tartarus kneels before the prophets. The hopes of all the Covenant. No, truth is here. Truth is. He's more serious. Truth is, yeah, sorry. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. The hopes of all the Covenant rest on your shoulders, Chieftain. Prophet of Truth uh, hands Tartarus the index. My faith is strong. I will not fail. Infection forms spring up and rush them. The brutes spot them and they get ready. Uh, the honor guards throw their spikes aside and stomp on several of them. Tartarus flattens one with his fists of Rook. Uh, the brutes manage to shoot or crush most of them. But one gets through and lodges itself to Mercy's throat, knocking him off his throne. <laughs> Let him be. Tartarus turns to truth and surprise. The great journey waits for no one, brother. Not even you. The Prophet of Truth boards the Phantom, and the Honor Guard brutes follow immediately. But Tartarus hesitates at the dying Prophet of Mercy. He looks at the Index, makes his decision, and turns away from Mercy. End level. So they just don't... Like, why did he do that? I think because Truth realizes Mercy is just weak. Yeah. A weak link in the chain, and Mm. he doesn't give a shit about him. Like, it's pretty clear that Truth is running the show Absolutely. wholeheartedly. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I guess that does show even, like, like the Brutes are just as in on the, and we kind of see this in later cutscenes as to how kind of fanatical they are about it. But, like, they like they are all really committed to this crazy shit. Like, I, mean, I didn't yeah. realize how, to, like, It goes back to what you looked up. I mean, no, it's absolutely. And I just didn't, like, I guess I didn't realize, I don't know why, I guess I assumed back in the day when I was playing so that, the, that the Prophets, like, knew what they were doing. But it really does seem like... No, like I think saying, they know what they're doing, but... Well, do you think they know for like they don't think they're gonna die, right? That's the whole no, thing. What I'm but, gathering. but they know they're they're being malicious about it. No, absolutely. Know? But they actually, but they fully believe, believe they're it. going on this great journey or whatever. Right. Like, yeah, right. they they're not they don't they're not bullshitting the brutes because they're lying. They 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 think truly lying. believe yeah. that this is right. Yes, correct. Okay, and I think I think that's the moment like where Tartars kind of shows some like not some like. A little bit I, of I guess in, humili- in, in, yeah. in ironicism, humanity. Yeah. Like, he looks at him and he's like, 
yeah, like we're part of the covenant, but I'm following, like I'm following truth. Like I, I follow truth, even though we're part of the covenant, we're part of the same brotherhood. I'm gonna follow what he says. Over no, it's true, but you. and he does seem to think about it a little bit though. In that he's like, oh, he's gonna leave behind one of the prophets. Right. Oh, yeah, what would maybe, he do? Maybe, like, like, yeah, and, like, and like again, let's paint the context for this. We we're at the high cherry, the capital of the covenant. There's a civil war going on, and now on top of things, the flood has been released onto the city of High Charity, which has probably a shit. Uh, maybe we said the number. There's a shit ton of people living here. Yeah. yeah. Like, which which is I think something I wish we had context for seeing people actually living here. We just Absolutely, see yeah. the military structures and like and like the higher up stuff. We don't really know. We don't know what the civilian life on that installation station. is. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So like paint that context. I mean, we're gonna like spoiler alert. High charity becomes a fucking flood, flood zone homeworld. Yeah, like, yeah. In, like in Halo Three. Uh, we're gonna come back here uh, in, at the end of Halo Three, and it's it's, it's gonna obviously it's gonna be strikingly different. But yeah, like there's a, like the Covenant is like this is this is the beginning of the end for the Covenant. This whole Great Schism is probably the reason why the Covenant like just falls loses. or disintegrates basically. Right, yeah. like the elites turn on them. Um, Defects basically, or yeah, whatever, yeah, yeah, whatever you want to call. They, you know, and w- it's funny. Halo Three happens a few hours from now, so like think about. I mean, we're probably going to bring it up when we t- when we get to Halo Three. Think about like the Arbiter switch from the Covenant to helping the Marines. It's Absolutely. it's only within a few hours from now that he he finds Chief after he falls from high charity, and Chief goes to like put the gun to his head, and Johnson's like, "No, he's yeah, with yeah. us." Yeah, and he's and then I forget what Johnson says, but I know Arbiter goes, "Were it so easy?" I love that line. And he says so it at easy. the end of the game yeah. too. It's a great. Love yeah, it. there's some good, there's some good ass like great dialogue. Yeah, like yeah. only like four words, and he's like, "Yeah, <laughs> so you just hit cool. it." Yeah. So that's the end of Grave Mind. Terminal. Terminal. Let Almost me, forgot. Let me get to it. Some termy, termy. So this this terminal opens with a pro, with a prophet scribe talking about the Ungoy and how they were forced into the covenant and held captive. It talks about an Ungoy rebellion and how they had a pretty nasty relationship with the Kigyar, the Jackals. They like hated each other. Um, the jackals had tried to sterilize the Ungoy population at one point, causing the grunts to become even more violent and start attacking other species, other species, elites, everything. Uh, elites even struggled against them due to their number and due to their numbers and tenacity. Prophets then sent an arbiter to glass the Ungoy homeworld. Those that survived in high charity were spared and joined the covenant. Obviously, they didn't have anywhere to go, and like it ends with uh, the terminal ends with like a grunt looking and he's just a tear. Going down his eye, man. So Poor sad. grunts. The, Poor go- grunts. the goofy goober tear. <laughs> so were some of the grunts fighting with the elites, though? Yes. They some, were. So they some were forced. Were... They were forced into the covenant. No, 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 I know. No, like during about... the schism, because like when I'm fighting, because when you're going through, you see some that attack you. I feel like as the, or I guess you see some attacking elites while others are not. I at least maybe I was noticing that, or maybe I wasn't noticing them. Or, or I was imagining things, but I don't know. It seemed like some were fighting elites while some were also fighting with the, yeah. with them. So I don't know. Yeah, I think I think they just split either way. Yeah, I I I I, I couldn't tell you. If, like, but the jackals were defect. definitely with the brutes. The brutes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They... some hunters defect. We'll see yeah, that see, in, yeah. in uprising. Some uh-huh. hunters will go to the. Yeah, I I think all the other like the all the other races except the 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 jackals and the drones split. Um, but yeah, and the engineers don't really have a choice in the matter. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> they don't. Really, <laughs> they They're don't like, really talk. Here. Yeah. 
uh, the next level is Uprising, which is occurring the same time as Gravemind. So let's, let's go backwards in time a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uprising is the 13th campaign level of Halo 2. As the Arbiter, the player must battle their way through Loyalist Covenant enemies to rendezvous with Radit, uh, Taz Vamundi. I'll never get it right. Uh, along the way, they will receive some aid from some other Covenant Separatists. Arbiter like literally just walks out of like a portal <laughs> on yeah. some random location. Uh, we are close to uh, Delta Halo's control room for context. First thing to note, if you haven't noticed already, even on easy, the brutes are fucking really hard. Dude, yeah. I was <laughs> ripping into these things. I'm like, what is happening? You have to like, sh- even with an energy sword, it's like three swipes yeah. per brute. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what the fuck and is they, happening? They, they want, they'll one shot you. They'll, they'll one shot you on, on normal. So like I would go and swing with the sword and uh, another one would just come and... But even I'm like down, the, the weird thing that was super inconsistent for me was the headshots, because I was like knocking off their helmet, and then I sometimes I'd shoot them like five times and they die in the head, and then other times I'd shoot them one more time in the head once the helmet is off and they died. I will, so I don't know. It was very weird. I will say the the carbine is definitely the most consistent. I feel that's what I found too. Brute. But even like with the sniper rifle, yeah. like the beam rifle, I was having issues. I don't know. I think this is a byproduct of end of development. We didn't balance this right. Yeah. They're, again, they're only in four levels. The way they fucking rush you, man. Assholes. The brutes? Yeah. Oh, yeah. After you kill when the one left? Yeah, oh, yeah. Like, oh, Wait. that's what it is. Yeah, when, when there's oh, one left, they go, they like reserve. Yeah, there's, they're only in four levels. So, like, I feel like, yeah, like, like obviously in Halo 3, they are much different enemy types sure. in this game. And I feel like in, in Halo 3, I, I, I like their look ba- better. Maybe we can talk about that here. I'm curious, I feel yeah. like I feel like in this game, they are very much like... um. Uh, Wookie looking yeah. things like they have the the, the leather shaggy, strap. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're shaggy as hell. They look more like like big gorillas in some ways. Even like I feel, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but in Halo in Halo Three, I feel like they're still ape looking, but like they they act a little bit like they just look cooler. One, I they, have, they have armor the, on yeah. most yeah. of the time, and two, yeah, I feel like they just they act they act a little bit differently. But I but like right when you knock their armor off, they still get they do the rage thing and they come in mm-hmm. and, and try to get you. I'm glad we're on the same page with the brutes though. They are on easy. I'm just like, what the fuck? Yeah. That's what I'm like. Yeah, yeah three stripes of the energy swords. Like it's just I'm like, insane. Why, Why do you need? Yeah. <laughs> Why aren't you dying? Yeah, literally. <laughs> um. Uh, the elite, uh, we, we're kind of going down this path and we get some elite reactions uh, to the betrayal. Uh, Sanghealy says, the brutes have betrayed us, the counselors. Um, and he's talking about higher ups in the Sanghealy. Uh, another elite says, by the prophets, what are these brutes? What have these brutes done? They have shed our brother's blood and for that they must die. A zealot, make haste. There are more brutes to kill. So they're clearly, you know, like they question it, but like they're clearly like they're all, all the elites are against these guys. All those, yeah, they're they're all, none everyone's of them, immediately like, fuck them. None of them are like, yeah, like, like subserving we're hanging around. Yeah, yeah. yeah we're we're like, all on the same page. We're, we're, we're fucking We're better back. than them, and we yeah. know it, as yeah, yeah. Bobo Jim would say. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> We are joined by various elites, grunts, and even hunters. The Arbiter makes his way through Delta Halo structures and control room facilities, killing any brute in sight. There's a stretch of the area where we must board a ghost to more easily navigate the vast terrain of Halo. We eventually reach a lower portion of the area uh, where we enter a waterfall basin-looking area where our terminal is for this area or level. Okay. Um, So this one opens with 343 saying he doesn't think the elite species is saying that they're very smart. 
He says, in all this time in 400 years, it never occurred to anyone how convenient it was that the prophets always found a powerful, capable leader who would always commit a terrible blasphemy every time the power structure of the covenant was threatened. Oracle then looks back on all the records that him and Sesa have discussed about the Arbiter. He said that those chosen to be Arbiter were more than just simple warriors. They had all, signif they all had significant political influence among the elites. And in some cases, their influence was already being used to question the prophets, in which that led to charges of heresy against them. Once they were branded Arbiter, basically they were sent to their death. Hmm. That's That was the whole point Interesting. of the Arbiter, a death sentence. Wow. Well, right. and so it was to die, basically die in battle, or would you right. literally just die be yeah, like we're going to be putting mm -hmm. we're going to be it's like the Suicide Squad we're yes. going to put you on this fucking mission that you're probably not going to come back from most of the time yeah. right interesting um, there is an armory area with like a bunch of weapons like right after this I did notice that yeah yeah, yeah a bunch of I was expecting like oh I was like oh are we going to fight Tartarus soon like is that what this is and then now it was just yeah it's just like this like yeah stock stacked armory shit. yeah <laughs> yeah. Um, Shipmaster exits the last door. Uh, we so this is end end of the level. Sure. Shipmaster exits the last door. A wraith approaches him slowly. Arbiter readies his weapon. The lid opens to reveal, "Hey, it's me, your buddy, Shipmaster." I'm back. I, I lived by the rings, Arbiter. The counselors are they murdered by the brutes? Vile, disloyal beasts. The prophets were fools to trust them. Alternately, on higher difficulties. Vile, insolent beasts. The prophets were fools to trust them. They see phantoms fly over them. It stops above the platform of Delta Halo's control room. Tartarus lands from the grav lift with Commander Miranda Keys and 343 Guilty Spark in captivity. Tartarus greets the Jirohani guards with growls. He enters the door and closes behind him. That is the end of Uprising. And we are finally here. The end of Halo 2. Betrio. That's for next time. It absolutely is gooch. This has been a lot of fun on this, geez, 11th episode of our Halo journey. Uh, the sixth, right, of Halo 2? Yes. Correct? Yes. Awesome. Well, we're making our way through slowly but surely. We got one more for Halo 2 coming at you very soon. But for now, you can find this podcast anywhere podcasts are found. You can find us on our social medias at Delco Nerds, we have a nice Discord where we talk about Halo. We talk about uh, I can't. I don't want to double up here. Batman. We talk about uh, Deathstroke. Maybe even a little bit of uh, Mass Effect. Mass Effect. And <laughs> who was that guy? Ritlock. Wait, and Ritlock hey, from Ritlock Brimstone from Guild Wars. 2. From Guild Wars Two. Ritlock Brimstone from Guild Wars Two. So come on and hang out with us in that fun Discord. Uh, you can find all this information on our website, DelcoNerdNetwork.com. You can even shoot us an email, DelcoNerds at gmail.com. We're trying to be better about checking that out, uh, but we definitely will, would like to see some feedback there. But in the meantime, for Gooch, for Chris, I've been Trio. Thanks for listening, guys. Stay nerdy, and we will see you next time.